you know, eagles fly high. I used to tell people that all the time. We fly high, we soar. Um, and so that's kind of what I take from Willow Ridge, that whole class and character and eagles blaze blue, that whole thing. Um, I take that to heart. And so whatever I do, whenever that turbulence comes, because of course it will, um, I'm going to remain an eagle, fly high and get through it. Going to FBISD has really helped me develop a passion for learning. Once I get to school, I go inside and I get greeted by my school principal. She greets me in a happy, positive way. That just boosts up my day more. They know that when they come here, they're going to be greeted and treated with love and respect and that they have a voice. Welcome to the Frequency Podcast here at Fort Bend ISD. I'm your host, Rachel Ross. This semester is well underway and we are already nearing the holiday season. Friday night lights are in full effect and teams across the district are excelling on the field. On this episode of the Frequency Interview, we hear from Dr. Cecilia Creer, Willow Ridge graduate and former principal of the year at Bush High School, on her recent appointment as the executive principal of the Marshall High School feeder pattern. She will discuss the ways she supports the different campuses in the feeder, while also seeking to bring a family-like cohesion to the schools. That's all coming up here on The Frequency. Let's return now. Um, but the meetings, they're making us even closer because we see each other every two weeks. And yeah. so the connection between the principals is already amazing. So no one feels like they can't call and say, there's something going on over here that I think is probably going on over there too, but we need to work together to make sure we can both stop it. So we've already had some stop gaps put in place. We can already see how we're closing closing gaps on things that are just disconnected. Okay. It is, it's amazing. Have you already outlined some ways that maybe you'll be working specifically with principals um, in this feeder pattern? Yes. While I'm here, I try to get into classrooms and see, you know, instructionally what's going on with the principal and or with their dean or whoever they deem uh, necessary. I've done lots of walks with the principals though. Um, so we can debrief and talk about, you know, next steps. So specifically, that's my, that's my charge. Now, if there are other things that come up, we debrief, I debrief with them pretty much every day. Um, we, don't, we don't leave the day without having talked. And because I'm here, it's so easy. We can talk throughout the day. Um, so specific, those are my specific, I guess, focuses for them is that instructional piece. Um, there are other little small things like Marshall. We have the big six. There's some goals that Dr. Sanders came up with as far as um, FAFSA and uh, college applications and decreasing discipline. So there are some things in play. And so when things happen, we're able to talk about, okay, remember these are our goals. So we have to make sure that what we're doing is aligning to those goals that you set forth. So it's just, it, like I said, it's just so easy because I'm here on campus. Mm -hmm. um, and I do feel like I'm, I'm supporting them in a, in a grand way, mm -hmm. um, a way that most principals don't get. What lessons do you feel like you're already being able to use here that you, you know, you learned uh, just being the principal at Bush? So I think the biggest thing, and I'm, I'm always going to go back to relationships, building relationships with people helps you get much further with whatever goal you have in play. Um, so that's, the, that's number one. But then being creative about how we approach instruction. Um, I think it's important for schools that are majority minority, which, you know, Bush High School was, and these are as well, that we don't, catch ourselves in a box and okay. continue to do the same things over and over. So what creative things can we do 
to ensure that our teachers are growing because when the teachers are growing, the kids will grow. Um, that is like, that, that's the magic bullet. That really is the magic bullet. So um, it just in talking to um, the principals and walking and observing their classrooms, we, we come back, we debrief and we talk about, okay, we know that this is a, this could handcuff us. Mm -hmm. So what are we gonna do to break out of the handcuffs? It's like breaking out of a cage almost. Um, so I think that's really important on the principal level because when you're a principal, sometimes you can't have these kind of conversations with people that are not principals. So that's why the relationship between us, I think is strong mm -hmm. uh, because they know that I want what's best for their campus just like they want what's best for their campus. And I understand the constraints because of the demographics. So what, I guess, plans do you have so far? A part of what I'm hoping to do is develop sort of a family connectedness through the, throughout the feeder pattern so that we, you know, it's like we are family. Everybody that's at Missouri City Middle and at, you know, the elementary school, they know that when they graduate, they're going to go to Marshall High School. Um, and so that's really what, I, that's a huge goal of mine. It's of like Missouri City Middle School's homecoming game is coming up. We're all going. Right, we're gonna go over there to support them. Uh, EA Jones will have a fall festival. We're all going. So just small things like that to mm -hmm. show each other that we're, you know, this, like again, like I said, it's not all about Marshall. It's about the entire feeder pattern. Um, so those are some things that we have planned, just showing up for each other. So we're trying to do feeder pattern activities throughout the year. Um, maybe even prior to the summer, doing a, maybe like a summer, I don't want to call it a carnival, but like something like a program where we can uh, get information to parents about, you know, where they can take their kids for literacy and, you know, the things that we struggle with. Because this feeder pattern struggles with literacy. That is one of the reasons um, that we're sometimes not seeing the achievement we okay. want to see is because of literacy. Okay. So it's a huge need in this area. And that's a good segue. Like, I guess um, my next question, like, have you already noticed or going into this position, what did you know? to be some of the maybe level specific issues that you needed to address or school specific issues that you needed to kind of come in and, and, and help with? Um, generally speaking across the board is literacy. There are certain schools who have a great culture climate. There are some who need some work. Um, so specifically speaking, or I should say generally speaking, the literacy piece is what we all have to, we have to band together and do. I was even thinking about maybe having a community forum, not here, but maybe at a civic center or something, to talk to our community about the need for them to read with their children, have their children read. It doesn't, doesn't have to be a novel, it doesn't have to be any of that, but they need to be reading. Um, and so just ideas that are popping in my head, um, sometimes I'll, follow through with and sometimes I just kind of sit back and make sure I have everything in play. Right. But across this feeder pattern, there is a need, there just is a huge need for literacy. As a graduate of this district, yeah. what does it mean to you now to kind of really be pioneering this role? Yeah, it's, well, it's an amazing experience. Um, I don't know that I've even probably absorbed the enormity of what it is I'm actually doing. Um, but it does make me proud to be able to, even when I do my as needed um, sort of coaching over at Willow Ridge, I feel good when I walk back through my old school and, and you know, I'm able to see, see what things I can do to help that, that next generation move through. Um, it, it's an amazing, it just really is an amazing feeling. 
Um, I want to do what's best for kids. Um, I, I love kids and I know that sometimes they just need somebody to treat them in a way that will push them to do better, to want more. Um, so I, I just, I want to be that person, you know what I mean? At the end of the day, I don't have to have any fanfare behind it. But if these schools and these feeder patterns can start uh, excelling in, you know, academically in some ways they haven't before, you know, that's, that is, that's good enough for me. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I can go to bed and sleep well at night knowing I've done everything I, I can uh, to help them be successful. So I guess, I guess something that I should say is I want people to, to be informed about what it is we're doing and not be afraid to ask questions about what it is we're doing because it is such a new role. People, you know, don't really know how to take it. And sometimes I don't either, right? Um, but I want them to be comfortable. And that's why I'm, I try to be visible. Like I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. Um, so they can see who I am. Um, and get comfortable, so, you know, with approaching me and saying, well, can you answer this question or answer that question? Um, I want our community to win. Okay, at the end of the day, I want to change the perception of this, of this feeder pattern. So I, I want to be, and it's not just about me, but all of us working together to change the perception of this community. And the only way we can do that is by proving to people that we're academically sound you know, shifting of mindsets, mm -hmm. uh, but I'm up for the challenge. Well, that wraps up this episode of the Frequency Interview. That was Forbin ISD's Executive Principal, Dr. Cecilia Creer, discussing her work in the Marshall High School feeder pattern. See you right back here for next month's interview. I'm Rachel Ross, and you have been listening to The Frequency.